Welcome to the program today. Manu Gonzalez here in studio with J.B. Hickson, and we have a great program for you. But before we do, I want to remind everybody, March 2nd through 5th is going to be our Orlando Prophecy Summit Conference. And this is going to be a great time. we got 15 speakers joining us. J.B. Hickson is going to be there with us as well. And you're going to get up-to-date information on a variety of topics. And 23, 2023 is going to be an amazing year. All of us already are kind of just waiting to see all that happens during this year and what we'll be thinking about, uh, maybe from heaven even, or looking back on 2023. So anyways, Orlando Prophecy Summit, you can find more information about how you can uh, do a live stream. So we have that option as well. So you can just go to prophecywatchers.com, scroll down and get all the information about those two items. JB, welcome. Hey Mondo, welcome. Thanks for having me on. Great to yep. be here. This is awesome. And uh, your two books that you've done here are tremendous. We were, you and I were talking about it just in the sense of there's, you probably have 50 or more different topics uh, that you bring together in one book. But before we get started on getting the details, uh, kind of introduce yourself to our audience. Where can people find out more about you and your ministry? Yeah, so our ministry is Not By Works Ministries. It's based on Titus 3.5, Not By Works of Righteousness, which we've done, but according to His mercy, He saved us. And so just honored to get to, to serve the Lord. Our key uh, core value at Not By Works Ministries is the clarity, accuracy, and urgency of the gospel message. Yeah. So. And, and you also pastor. Yeah, we are the lead pastor at Plum Creek Chapel in the Denver metro area. And uh, so I'm still traveling quite a bit, but when I'm not on the road, I'm, I'm in the pulpit there at Plum Creek. So let's talk about, um, <clears throat> we're going to cover volume two of your book, but give us kind of an intro into what volume one was and then how it kind of leads into what we're going to talk about today. Yeah, you bet. So we first went down the rabbit hole 15 years ago when I kind of awakened to the way the world really works. And, you know, a lot of people these days are kind of awake to what they might call the deep state or the shadow government, those types of terms. And, uh, but I think what differentiates what we've done in this two volume series is that, you know, we, we, we look at it all through the lens of dispensational theology and a, and a literal grammatical historical understanding of scripture. So the Bible is our ultimate grid. And uh, so I kind of awakened 15 years ago, just really went all in studying just every com component of the Luciferian conspiracy, which is right out of Scripture, Psalm 2. Uh, Satan is conspiring with demons and human elements to try to take over this world, wrest control of it away from God. And, uh, and so, yeah, we set out to uh, basically uh, use 1 John 4, 3 as the premise. Uh, the spirit of the Antichrist is already at work in the world. 1 John 2, 18, many Antichrist, little a, have come, but one capital A, Antichrist, is coming. And so we said, if that's the case, well, let's see what the Bible says about the future Antichrist, the man of sin. And I, I looked at every passage in Scripture that tells us something about the Antichrist and his future role in the tribulation period. Uh, categorized that down into seven categories or characteristics of him. So uh, I call them seven spirits based on 1 John 4, 3. Volume 1 is about the spirit of pretense or deception. And uh, that ended up taking up the whole first volume as we outline Satan's MO and all the different lies that people believe today. And, uh, and, and including many Christians, they've been deceived on so many fronts. I was deceived about so many things. The, the narrative historically that we've been taught in many cases is not accurate. And so that's uh, volume one. And then volume two, which I know we're going to talk about, I'm eager to jump in, it gets into the, uh, the six other uh, spirits of, of the Antichrist, things like phenomena, persecution, perversion, pride, power, 
all of those manifestations that we see today. So it's uh, pretty edgy stuff, but uh, I tell people again and again throughout the book, you know, even though you might be exposed to new information you hadn't thought about before, don't just take my word for it. Uh, do your own research. And there are 66 pages of bibliographic citations at the back of the book so people can check out the, the sources and, and study it for themselves. Yeah, no, it's pretty awesome. And if you think about what Jesus said in, in Matthew 24, <clears throat> really about the end of the age, one of the defining characteristics, I stick with this all the time, is to let no man deceive you. He starts mm -hmm. right out there. And we know, of course, Second Thessalonians 2, giving the same description that this is going to be an age of strong delusion. Yeah. And so, um, you know, when we think about that, we've got to remember that you and I talked about this before, that it's not just, oh, one day everybody's righteous, everybody's telling the truth, you know, tr liberty and freedom, truth is in the land, and the next day it just goes dark. That it, there's a process of getting these things in place so that when the rapture happens, the, the, the foundations are there so that the Antichrist kind of just steps into an already established system, right? Yeah, and then there'll be a global deception moments after uh, the rapture. So yeah, absolutely. Depravity is a degenerative disease. It gets worse and worse. Depravity affects not only the physical body, which is why right after creation they lived seven, eight, nine hundred years, and now we live eighty years. Uh, it just it affects everything. It affects the, the whole world is under the curse of sin. But it certainly affects morality and righteousness. And so uh, that's why Paul said in Second Timothy three thirteen, the last letter. Uh, he wrote that evil men and impostors are getting worse and worse, deceiving and being deceived. And so, yeah, deception is the key. I mean, that's why the subtitle of the book is The Gathering Cloud of Deception. Everything that we hear from all different precincts is most likely a lie. Things are not as they appear. You know, and let's, let's we don't need to get any details necessarily, but over the last couple of years, um, as it relates to some of the, you know, the upheaval in our country, you know, medical things, yeah. right? What I found interesting was that the average Christian who should be committed to the word as being supreme, and you know, we don't, I don't question it. It's it's the word of God. I mean, um, but I found it interesting how many of them just simply trust the government. Yeah, no doubt. They yeah. don't have a healthy, um, a healthy distrust, and that has laid. Again, shockingly, a great foundation for now. What do we know is true? And that's oftentimes leaves a skepticism, but or cynicism. Yeah. yeah, I mean, I think people have have really misunderstood Romans 13, and I talk about this at multiple places. I think I talk about it in the, in the books, but. Uh, you know, this concept that somehow we must do whatever the government says is just naive. I mean, you can look throughout human history and see that that's not the case. And certainly believers in North Korea or China or other closed countries don't have that perception. And so I think we need to understand that, particularly since the turn of the 20th century, Mondo, they've been really pushing this agenda uh, for particularly the last 120 years. And they really kicked it into high gear around World War One. I mean, sorry, World War II with the UN and things like that. And then, you know, I get into the Luciferian timetable where in their own words, they're speculating about when they want to cross the finish line of this new world order. And it's the 2020s. Now, I call it the Roaring Twenties, and I document how people like Alice Bailey, Helena Blavatsky, and others back in the 30s and 40s were channeling demons directly from Satan telling them, hey, this is the year, 2025. Now, it doesn't mean it's going to happen. Yeah. You know, God is the ultimate arbiter of the timetable, but it's, I think it's healthy for believers to understand the enemy's playbook and at least be aware that we are living in unprecedented times right now. Things are happening rapidly. Well, we're going we're gonna to get a little bit more, certainly in detail in this. We're going to take a little break now. 
where you see you can see how to get our magazine, which again, we, we are getting lots of writers. There's so much to write about. We're running out of room in our magazine, so take a listen. Everything that we're doing at Prophecy Watchers is vital because Bible prophecy is coming to pass right before our eyes. And it has never been more important for believers to understand what the Bible says about the days that we are living in. In case you haven't noticed, the whole world is spinning out of control, but we are not surprised because many of the things taking place were prophesied in the Bible thousands of years ago. That's why we want to offer you a very special subscription to our magazine, The Prophecy Watcher, that will keep you on the cutting edge of Bible prophecy. Stay informed on prophetic world events. Follow the nuclear threats from Russia and Iran, China's march to world domination, the likelihood of another global pandemic, the rise of artificial intelligence and transhumanism, war in the Middle East, the UFO phenomenon, and the latest technology preparing the world for the mark of the beast. The Prophecy Watcher magazine features articles from leading prophecy experts like Gary Stearman, Mondo Gonzalez, Thomas Ice, Randall Price, L.A. Marzulli, Bill Salas, and many others. With your gift of $50 or more to support the worldwide outreach of Prophecy Watchers, you will receive 12 issues of the magazine in either print or digital format. You will also receive 10 bonus DVDs that feature in-depth teaching on the ancient book of Enoch, heaven and the new Jerusalem, the biblical case for the rapture, a look at how God put the gospel in the stars, what really happened at the Tower of Babel, and Ezekiel's prophecy on the battle of Gog and Magog, this special offer is available anywhere in the United States with free shipping included. Don't wait. Pick up the phone right now and call the toll-free number on your screen or visit us at prophecywatchers.tv. Stand with us today and help us take the message of Christ's soon return to the whole world. Well, before the break, we, we talked about uh, really the spirit of the Antichrist. And what I want to do now is, is just go through some of these if we can, or I can't get into all the details, but the first one you talk about the spirit of pretense or the spirit of deception, and then in this volume you go through the, the remaining six, the spirit of power. Uh, what yeah. do you mean by that? Yeah, so uh, power, of course, uh, Satan is trying to replicate everything that God is. He wants to be God, and so God is omnipotent. Satan will never be omnipotent, but he's certainly trying to be powerful. And so in that section of, the, of volume two, we talk about earthly institutions of power that are running things from behind the scenes. So we have a whole chapter on secret societies, for example, and we get into, you know, skull and bones and Freemasonry and some of the ways that all of those are, you know, part of the, the, the Luciferian agenda. We talk about uh, out front groups like the CFR and uh, Trilateral Commission and, and uh, you know, Bilderberg and some of those things which are real seats of power pulling the strings. And, you know, a lot of people especially since 2020, are starting to understand that somebody else is behind the scenes pulling, pulling the strings. But what we do is we actually go back and document with citation after citation, presidents, other world leaders, key you know, famous people that are on record talking about the fact 
that there really is a power behind the ostensible power. And so uh, that's, that's what the whole spirit of power is. It's setting the stage, again, for uh, the Antichrist to take the helm after the rapture of a one-world global government. You know, the question, or sometimes you, what you see is um, the accusation is, you're, what, you're a conspiracy theorist? And you go, no, no, I, I'm not a conspiracy theorist. Yeah. I'm a conspiracy fact, yeah. factist, if you want to make yeah. up a word. Why? Because 1 John 5.19 tells us that the whole world lies under the sway of the wicked one. Mm-hmm. So if we recognize that, we, we, if you believe the Bible, you have to be a conspiracy theorist because there is a master conspirator who is seeking to bring all of it under control because he knows what is the scripture. He, he can read the scripture. He knows that he has a future time where his time is short. But it doesn't happen overnight, right? He- right, yeah. So I'm not a conspiracy theorist. I'm a conspiracy exposer. Mm-hmm. And uh, I don't believe in conspiracy theories except the ones that are true. And the fact is a conspiracy is just two or more entities working together for nefarious means. Satan, there's no question he's conspiring with demons, one-third of the fallen angels, and human components, human accomplices, if you will, to try to defeat God and usher in a one-world system. Uh, And understanding that, Mondo, really is the key to correctly connecting the dots of this deep state or, you know, whatever you want to call it. Uh, A lot of great writers out there that have exposed certain components of it. Uh, Some of the sections in our book where we expose some of that, there are other books out there that do the same thing. But what we've tried to do is tie it all together under a biblical worldview and see it from the sense of the spiritual cosmic battle. And when you understand that, then it kind of, then you, then you go, oh, we are deceived here. Oh, this is not about that, or it's never about what it's about, that kind of stuff. And you see kind of the agenda behind the agenda. You know, uh, in, in my own mind, I've, I've read a lot of prophecy books, um, understandably, but this truly is the best that I've seen in bringing it all together into one Hey, what do I want to know about this? Oh, oh, look at that. JB wrote about that. It, yeah. It's amazing, and especially you tying it back to Scripture and the spirit of the Antichrist. And uh, we, we know Satan's very crafty, right? Scripture says that. And he's, he's not lazy. No. He's busy working. Let's talk about the next one, uh, which <clears throat> I enjoy this because I like getting into some of the fringe topics a little bit. And, uh, but I come from an archaeology background, so I like facts. But the spirit of phenomena, what, what do you mean by that? Yeah, so the fact of the matter is when things are heating up on Earth like they are now with Russia, Ukraine, China, North Korea, all kinds of stuff going on in Israel, that's always an indication that things are heating up in the heavenlies, in the spiritual realm. So uh, the the Antichrist during the future seven-year reign of terror is going to use phenomenalistic, uh, you know, supernatural type things. Uh, And so we're seeing an upsurge in in supernatural types of activity. So in those two chapters in the book, we get into UFOs, UAP, and I document that the, the, the dawn of the modern UFO era, which most uh, ufologists put at 1947 with the Kenneth Arnold and the, uh, uh, the Roswell incidents within about 10 days of each other in uh, June of 1947. And what I believe is that Satan, who of course is not omniscient, he's kind of watching and learning and he sends out his demons on reconnaissance missions. He's kind of watching. He knows that, that the, his Luciferian accomplices on earth have told him that coming out of World War II, they might finally be able to usher in this one-world system that he's so eager to get out there. Because Satan knows the Bible better than most Christians. He just doesn't believe it. But he knows that Israel plays a role in God's end times plan. And when he saw you know, Israel being given their homeland again, such as it was in 1948, 
he said, oh, man, I got alert, alert, alert. Everybody get on their battle stations and get out there. And these demons just start flooding, particularly America, but not exclusively America. And, uh, and then we just see it getting worse and worse. The government, I, t I talk about Project Blue Book and Project Grudge and all the different government, uh, Navy and uh, Air Force type programs that they did to study it. And then, of course, for 70 years, they claim nothing to see here. We're not studying it. It's all fake and tinfoil hat conspiracy stuff. And then another sign of the times was in December of 2017 when the New York Times broke that you know, watershed article uh, exposing the fact that indeed, the government and military have been studying UFOs for decades. And then just recently we had the first public UFO hearing in more than 50 years. And so, yeah, it's just all part of the, the big you know, picture for sure. When you, when you look at all these things, it's super exciting to see all of these things converging together uh, that the Antichrist, who again began his work early on, has now, here we are approaching the end of the age. Uh, we, I, I want to keep moving because we have, we have so much to do here. But So the next one you talk, which is the spirit of pride, yeah, the Antichrist spirit of pride. Tell us about that. Yeah, so obviously that's what caused Lucifer's fall to begin with. Pride is really the root of all sin, and we read about that in the Old Testament. But... Um, you know, the pride, you'd have to be living in a cave not to recognize that pride is just at unprecedented levels. Many experts are calling it a narcissism ep epidemic, uh, and it's everywhere. And so I outline in there how pride has become more acceptable. I cite several uh, art mainstream articles from magazines and business journals that talk about how if you want to exceed in this world, you have to be prideful, and you got to just look out for number one first, and you got to and it's just, it's just elevating pride to this new moral standard, you know, and, uh, and that's a sign of the times. And so, yeah, spirit of pride is definitely on the rise. Well, and, and <clears throat> I'll skip one here for a moment because the spirit of pride goes right along with the spirit of perversion, doesn't it? Yes, absolutely. And so that was the most difficult chapter in volume two uh, uh, to write. And by the way, I can't remember if I said this, but if folks want to see the table of contents and read the preface, which kind of lays out the premise, uh, they can go to spiritoftheantichrist.org, spiritoftheantichrist.org, and that just kind of gives you the entire table of contents and all the subsections. So you, like you said, you can kind of see all the different topics we dive into. And by the way, there are 66 pages of references so that people can uh, kind of document everything. Uh, but yeah, the spirit of perversion was, was a very heavy chapter of spiritual uh, attacks and warfare uh, as, as I tried to do the research for that. And at times I had to just set it down and walk away from it. It's heavy, right? Yeah. yeah. It's just, yeah. But we get into gender surrender. We get into um, all of the, just the satanic ritual abuse uh, and, and just the, the overt things that are happening to elevate Lucifer and the enemy and make him the hero in all of this. And it was, it's some, and we'd get into strange disappearances uh, in one of the chapters. And there are just all kinds of uh, stuff that, rec you know, recognize Satan has perverted everything. He's taken what God meant for good and turned it upside down. Yeah, that's a good way to say it because when you think about what Satan is doing, he will, the spirit of Antichrist comes to deconstruct everything. You know, we have the foundation of scripture. We think about, again, even traditional marriage and how that has been just in a short period of time. I remember being, watching Bill Clinton sign the, the, the original Defense of Marriage Act in the 90s. And I was like, how in the world? And then now you look in just such a short time. So as we're watching uh, things unfold, it's, it's, it's accelerated beyond what we can even imagine. And we're going to take a little break here where you can see how to get both of JB's books. 
Reading the daily headlines requires a strong constitution. Life seems to get a little more bizarre every day. Our world seems to be increasingly controlled by a small group of so-called elites who make the rules, most of the time against the will of the people. The internet, satellites, and government systems of control have created a surveillance society where our every move is tracked and analyzed. Open borders, trillions of dollars in debt, gender confusion, rampant crime, homelessness, media corruption. Can America survive all of this? Prophecy Watchers exists to warn people of these perilous times and to help people understand that the things happening today were spoken of by Jesus and the prophets some 2,000 years ago. So don't be discouraged. God has made a way for us to escape this impending disaster. J.B. Hickson's two books, The Spirit of the Antichrist, Volumes 1 and 2, may be the most explosive books we've ever offered. Each volume is available for your gift of $30 or more, with shipping included anywhere in the USA. When you purchase both volumes in the Spirit of the Antichrist package for $60 or more, highly recommended, we'll send you a free bonus book by Ron Rhodes, Jesus in the End Times, What He Said and What the Future Holds. If video is your preferred choice, JB has produced 18 studies on 10 DVDs. His complete DVD set and the bonus book are available for your gift of $60, with shipping included anywhere in the USA. If you'd like all three books, plus the 10 DVDs, the Spirit of Deception package is available for your gift of $100. Place your order 24-7 or visit our website at prophecywatchers.tv. People have questions about the future, and JB's books and DVDs have the answers we're all looking for. He warns us of things to come, but just like Jesus, he shows us a way to escape. Call that number on your screen today and support the important work at Prophecy Watchers. I'd love for you to join us at our upcoming Prophecy Conference in sunny Orlando, Florida, March 2nd through the 5th, just a few short weeks away. Join us in person or through our worldwide live streaming feed. Well over a thousand people will be joining us from America and from all over the world. So visit prophecywatchers.com and click on the banner to register for this exciting conference. Well, welcome back. And we are just putting kind of the final touches or really the, getting into some of this, uh, going over the kind of your outline. So we've talked about pretense, power. We've talked about phenomena, pride. And we talked about a little bit of perversion. There's two more left that we'd love to discuss, and the, one of them is persecution. Yeah, so clearly we know from reading uh, Revelation that the Antichrist is going to eventually set his sights on God's people, Israel, and of course Christians. And anyone who doesn't take the mark of the beast but instead believes the gospel is going to be a target. And so it follows, again, the whole premise of the series is that if that's going to be happening then, the closer we get to that, we're going to see an upsurge in that. And, and, and clearly that's what we're seeing in America. Christians are being uh, targeted. I've been uh, targeted, and I'm nobody compared to a lot of big ministries, but we've been canceled from YouTube simply because we're telling the truth. And uh, in, in America, we've had Christians 
arrested for singing praises to God out in the open air in their church parking lot. Uh, and, and this is in America, not to mention what's going on in other places like New Zealand and Canada Australia, and so yeah. forth, Australia. So there's clearly a rise on persecution. And, and what we uh, talk about in the book, and by the way, in, in the, at the end of both volumes, we have an extended section on why does all this matter and what can we do about it. So we're not just here giving the bad news. We're trying to explain what can you do about it. But the key is if the Lord tarries his coming, Mondo, we in America need to be prepared to face the kinds of persecution that our brothers and sisters have in other parts of the world for 2,000 years. You know, that's, that's a very good point because, you know, I try to say often, uh, American Christians aren't promised to no. be spared from what our brothers in China, Pakistan, and other places have been for a long time, or even, again, our, our spiritual ancestors in the first and second century. So the last one you have here is the spirit of pluralism. What yeah. Do you mean by that? So, of course, the ultimate uh, goal of Satan, as we will see at the midpoint of the tribulation, he's, he indwells the Antichrist and he, he sets himself up as God, Paul tells us, in the temple in what's called the abomination of desolation. Daniel calls it that. Jesus quotes Daniel by name in a passage you just spoke about at a conference I was at on the uh, all about discourse. And so uh, pluralism is Satan's goal of getting everyone in the world to worship him. And so I, I personally believe that you know the enemy is not necessarily Islam or Buddhism or some of these other pagan religions. It is pluralism. Because uh, Daniel says that the Antichrist is going to deny the gods of his fathers and he's going to bring everybody together under one religion. You're not going to do that as a Roman Catholic Pope or as a Muslim cleric. You're going to have to do that basically saying all religions are equal. So what do we see happening today? We see pluralism skyrocketing. It's a meteoric rise as, as the Pope shares the platform with Muslim clergy and you know, Hindu, uh, Hindus and Buddhists. And you know, we're seeing all kinds of religions come together. And I document several big conferences that have been held recently where they're, they're pushing for that. So uh, I think, again, it's a setting of well, the stage. We have this new International Faith Center in, in I think it's Dubai or something. Uh, that's right, yeah. So that just opened up, and it's, it's amazing that it's happening in the Muslims. Kind of, you see it coming out of a Muslim situation, which is shocking, as, as sometimes as extreme as they are. Yeah. Well, you, you, in the book, can't go through all 20, but you list at least 20, why does it matter? So kind yeah. of in our last minute, why does any of this matter for the average Christian that maybe doesn't want to get into prophecy? Why does it matter? Yeah, so first of all, I would say it matters because it's the Word of God, and all Scripture is profitable, 2 Timothy 3.16. 16% uh, of the Bible, roughly speaking, depending on how you count it, is unfulfilled future prophecy. So if you're not studying Bible prophecy, end times prophecy, you're only studying 84% of the Bible. And I don't know about you, Mondo, but I want to study the whole counsel yeah. of God. God revealed it to us for a reason. It is God's self-revelation to mankind. There's nothing in here that He doesn't want us to read. So I want to study all 100% of it. So it matters because it's part of, of God's plan of the ages. But it also matters because one of the admonitions we read in Scripture is Proverbs 22.3. Mm -hmm. The wise person sees trouble coming and prepares for it. And a lot of Christians, unfortunately, have this mistaken notion that there's a, diff there's a dichotomy between uh, preparedness and faith. And like if you're doing things to prepare, somehow you don't have faith. Yeah. The Bible never makes that dichotomy. It teaches both. Of course, we should always trust God. Faith is, is our way of living. We walk by faith and not by sight. But that doesn't mean we don't prepare when we see trouble coming. If you're on the railroad track and you see that locomotive coming towards you, you're going to get off the railroad track. God wants Christians 
to be around as long as we can so that we can share the gospel, we can make a difference, we can be a light in this perverse generation, as Paul calls it. And if we're not prepared, then we're going to end up just getting on the train uh, like a lot of Christians did in World War II instead of standing up and speaking out. Amen. JB, appreciate yeah. your time. Amen. My pleasure. That's yeah. been good. And for those watching, again, I encourage you to get JB's books where you can get it all in one, uh, one setting, two volumes. Um, this is the time to be awake. Jesus told us to be watching, and that's exactly what we do here at Prophecy Watchers. And of course, if you're watching this program, I imagine you're a Prophecy Watcher as well. So we thank you for your support, your prayers. That's the most important thing you can do for us is to pray. As JB mentioned, the spirit of Antichrist does not like ministries like ours. And so we appreciate your prayers as we continue to get the gospel out, that Jesus is the only way for salvation and to escape in the rapture. Appreciate you watching. We'll see you next time. Mm -hmm.